You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay, and in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. Uh, what's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Gamescoop. I'm your host, Damon Hadfield. Joining me this week is Justin Davis, Scoop. Marty Sleva. That was a long scoop. <laughs> what? He's been he's backed up a little bit. <laughs> it's like a, it's a, a constipated scoop there. Uh, Marty Sleva is here, yeah. and Dan Stapleton is oh, joining us. This is your first. This is your first scoop in a while. That's why you were doing it. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we're starting with. Uh, we have a message. People have been worried about you, Justin. Is that true? People like Daryl and Korea. Oh, what? Wow. <laughs> Korean Daryl doesn't specify which one, but just says it's Korea. probably South Korea. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he doesn't specify. Yeah, so. I guess that's true. Okay. Uh, but Daryl says. I've been missing Justin the last Aww. few episodes, and as a long-term fan of the show, I find his absence to be highly irregular. <laughs> <laughs> to my knowledge, his whereabouts have not yet been mentioned. Perhaps I missed the explanation. Mm. Just wondering if he's okay and when we can expect his return to the show. Yeah. Are you okay? Yeah, no, I'm great. Wink if you're here under duress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, know, you, you see, people have been making, I grew a little bit of facial hair while I was gone, mm-hmm. and people have been mm-hmm. making evil Justin jokes. Evil Justin. And I said, guy. nah, it was the, the, that last guy. The Easy. other guy. That was evil Justin. Yeah, I wasn't I'm the good him. one. I feel like if you have to say you're the good one, you're probably not the good one. That's I'm like, the good one. The good one is just like you, you're good shut for up. action. So you no. Wow, that doesn't sound very your, good. Shut your face. <laughs> anyway, you had... Uh, your yeah. wife had your second kid. Had a baby. Took some time off, and now you're back. Oh, because yeah. now, now you'll be in every answer with as a double father. Yeah. Oh yeah. God. It's a double dad. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm back to what's truly important. Yeah, the baby is now able to raise itself, she's, take care of itself. She's fine. So what happens after a month? You got to toughen them up early. Mm-hmm. Yikes! Mm-hmm. Like a baby giraffe. <laughs> Uh, we do have a great show for you this week. We're going to talk about. We got to talk about the Nintendo Switch, of mm-hmm. course. Uh, we're going to answer some questions about video game embargoes. 
what they are, where they come from. But first, Xbox. That Xbox One. I've heard of it. Is getting a, something called a a Game Pass. Xbox Game yeah. Pass. Yeah. This is a, a new a new way to play and pay for games. <laughs> Turning it into like a, a rental, like Netflix on demand service <laughs> yeah. where 10 bucks a month you get uh, to play as many uh, games out of a library of 100 or so. Yeah. And a few uh, third party publishers on board. And yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's but first big first party t- yeah. titles too, like Halo 5 is going to yeah. be on there. And it's Xbox One as well as backwards compatible 360 games. Yes. Which is cool. Uh, Supposedly PC as well at some, at some point. That's cool. Sometime now, are these the games uh, downloadable or yes. are you streaming yes. them? That's the big yeah. difference yeah. between this and yes, PlayStation now. now. Yeah. You actually get to download the game. One of them is good. Yeah. PlayStation Now isn't bad. Yeah. I mean, there are there are advantages and disadvantages to both. Like sure. on PlayStation Now, you can play that on your phone. If well, I guess they didn't support that anymore, but but they were. But, but for a while, they were you, on yeah. lots yeah. of different. Yeah. So you could play it on a, on a device that isn't yeah. necessarily as powerful as an old generation console. Yeah. No, I mean, I think it's great. I think this it's years overdue. Like Netflix for games, the most obvious thing on earth. Can't believe someone didn't try to do it sooner. Yeah, but, we uh, we had Phil Spencer on uh, Unlocked this week, and uh, I'm now best friends with him because that's what happens when you spend 45 minutes next yeah. to a man. Um, and yeah, he said that the thing in his mind, I asked him, like, what, is, what separates this from PlayStation Now, despite, the, you know, aside from the first party games? And he said uh, they are very much focused on having this, you know, you play this on your console or on your PC. Yeah. Um, whereas with that, yeah, you could play it on your TV or a certain smartphone or like a Blu-ray player. And that's very much why he wanted the downloads because he said this is sort of for that like hardcore install base. Um, and then he also said that they're going to, like Netflix, uh, games are going to be added and subtracted every month like not in huge numbers but like a yeah. handful of games uh and that if a game is subtracted then you have the uh you are able to buy it for a discounted rate i believe it's 20 percent off oh i like yeah. how you mm. called them the install base because they like to install the game instead of stream it that's yeah. right that's Wah, right. <laughs> uh, i like i mean to me it, it's 10 bucks a month right 10 yep. bucks a month it's like I, pretty reasonable yep. uh, yeah that i mean it's very reasonable um you know it's about what i actually don't know what i pay for netflix they well, could be charging me any amount of money, and I would have no yeah, idea. Yeah, no, no, I actually. I think it's eight or nine bucks. Or it depends on when you were grandfathered in. Yeah. Got, yeah. I don't think there. it's more than like 12 bucks. And yeah. so, like, yeah. when you compare it to, like, that service, it's just got a million television shows and movies. It doesn't really stack up. But, like, a different way to look at it is if you were wanting to play some backwards compatible game, you know, and that game's 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. Like, just subscribe to the service for well, a month. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. You've used Gamefly in the past, haven't you? Yeah, in the past. I'm yeah. just saying this is like an it's kind of similar, but you don't have to like wait for the disc to come in the mail. Yeah, you get yeah. a much a much broader selection at your fingertips at all times. Wow, we really lost that chemistry with you going month. Uh I think it's also really cool just in terms of like a party setting, like in the same way if you have people over and you're yeah, like, Oh, what should we watch on Netflix? And you're just scrolling through. This there's is like hundred games. Yeah, what do we want to play? Yeah. I'm sure there's some cool multiplayer stuff. Fusion yeah. Frenzy. No, that was not on those consoles. Links. I really time want cat. original it was a time sweeper. I really want uh, original Xbox games on this. It was a cat. Mm, was yeah, games. But it was called Blinks the Time Sweeper. Phantom Dust. And if they flesh it out enough, then it becomes a nostalgia machine, yeah. right? Where, where it's like, oh, yeah, remember that game? I'll, I'll download yeah. that. Yeah, that like, cost me nothing. We've, had, we've talked about this a lot recently, that we would love Nintendo to yeah. do something like this, This is right? the perfect thing for virtual console. Pay 10 bucks a month and just have access to that, their incredible library yeah. of games. Yeah. Yeah. They would get $10 a month for everybody for life. Yeah. For I mean, s- there oh. have been on PC, people have tried this kind of service. I forget the names of all of them because they well, all there failed. Was game, game Tap. tap. It, right. But that there was, was, also, was, that was also a streaming service? There were several, uh, several iterations of Game Pass. There's a bunch of trash. There, yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, that, that was one of one of the models they tried was this yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, it just didn't catch on because you know partially because their selection wasn't that great. Hmm. It's wild that uh, 
Nintendo hasn't done this yet because they always just nail the landing on online. Yeah. Yeah, yeah traditionally. Yeah. Yeah. They don't. They're very bad at it. That's the joke. Yeah, front codes. Uh, Microsoft also confirmed that this doesn't affect games with gold. So it's also still going to be a thing. You still, if you're an Xbox Live Gold subscriber, you're still going to get your free free games every month. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, to me, cool. like, Netflix is just one of those things. Like, it's utility. Like, I just subscribe to it. I will for life. I don't even ever think about, like, can Like, I cancel HBO every year when Game of Thrones ends, for example. Like, Netflix, <laughs> I just keep. Xbox, what's it? Xbox Game Pass? I refer to yeah. Game Pass. Like, I, it's not, like, an auto subscribe for me. But I think about it, like, again, if there's ever a game that I'm thinking about buying... Like I'll check it against that service first. Like, yeah. you know, like Yeah, and if you want to go back like Mad Max is up there. Like if you want to go back yeah. and play Mad Max, you don't call just subscribe to this. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard it's hard to see a downside to I'll this, just, yeah. this yeah. optional I mean, service. I mean the, the the downside is the same as as you know, going all digital and you know, in the event that that, you know, some some service goes out is that you it's it's the anti-collector mentality right you own well, nothing yeah. you have access yeah. to everything you know same thing with, with spotify and, and netflix people were happy to do that with music yeah right well it's, i mean you know they're always going to be holdouts who are like i just want my copies of my old games i want those to work on sure. my new console so the game plays better from a cart <laughs> <laughs> so it's good that i mean it, it is nice to have that for you know for some people to, who have their big shelf of games mm-hmm. To be able to continue to access those and backward compatibility still allows them to do that. Sure. It's nice that this is you know exists in parallel and doesn't replace. Yeah, and yeah. Phil also unlike, s- unlike PlayStation now. Yeah, Phil also said that uh, they are uh, thinking about possibly debuting games on this. Ooh. So like having like but probably smaller games, but yeah. having like an indie debut on this and maybe for the first month or two you can only play it if you have the subscription. Yeah, that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, they're supposed to go into a preview for uh, Xbox, whatever that early access Insider, yeah. Xbox Insider program is, and then I imagine it will launch sometime this spring, so it'll be very interesting to see how well it's received and uh, how rich that game library is. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on, this Nintendo Switch is out less than two days from the time we're recording this. No. By the time you're watching or listening to this, it'll probably be less than 24 hours. <gasps> so that's very exciting, and yeah. our review is ha- in progress. Our review in progress is up. Vincent Janito is doing it. Uh, he's uh, taking a day off, probably, from all the uh, work of reviewing. Switch Fever? review. And that he's he continues to fever. put into it. Uh, his current review, uh, he said if he had to score it now, is a 6.7. Yep. So it's a little bit disappointing that what he's finding, I guess not too surprising, but maybe a little disappointing. He's That's just okay. finding that like it's a co- cool idea that doesn't really excel in either of the... Uh, pillars that it's 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 really offering. It's like as a console, it's underpowered, and as a handheld, it's sort of big, uh, not as portable, and the battery is, is too short. Right, right. That's that's the 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 brief summation of it. Yeah, of it's so and there, there are a bunch of things he do, he does like about it a lot. He loves the, the screen on it. He says that's gorgeous. Yeah, um, he likes the 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 feel of the controllers is surprisingly good. Mm-hmm. Um, Those Joy-Cons. Yeah, that's what relief for me. Like, they look so uncomfortable, but that's why, you know, hands-on impressions are so important. Like, sometimes the way you see something and then the reality, like, you're like, oh, no, this isn't a problem after all. Yeah, like, it's like, I, I thought I would absolutely hate it, but I spent, you know, an evening with it, and I'm like, yeah. wow, this is not, not too bad did at he, all. Did he mention how the uh, cartridges taste? <laughs> did he try that? Because we tried that last <laughs> he did, night. He did not try that. Oh, so there was a rumor going around that uh, Nintendo applied a bitters to the physical mold of the cartridges to prevent children from eating them. And uh, Lana and I got drunk last night and uh, put uh, the games on our tongues, and it turns out that is 100% true, and that game, those games taste terrible. And the taste what? wouldn't leave our mouths for, like, hours. Good God, man. <laughs> so don't do that. Or do well, do that. So, but well, hold on now. Oh. Nintendo, <laughs> Nintendo hasn't confirmed this. Just 
Mar- yep. A drunk Marty thinks no. <laughs> it tasted bitter. Also, a drunk Alada. There was two. There was two. Uh, the point okay. is, whether, two whether, drunk whether, people two don't make it right. <laughs> two drunk people confirm whether they, whether they did it on purpose or not. No kid is going to eat those. I think is the point. Well, just because they don't taste good. Yeah. Yeah. So, did you try like a a, a DS cart or a compare? to compare? Yeah, well, I would have needed like you, a palate uh, cleanser, like a lick an N64 cartridge. Yeah, um, yeah, but we we <laughs> but tried it with both. These are very tiny, is the thing. They're very tiny, yeah. and I tried. I guess just for the record, I tried one to switch, and she tried Just Dance. Mm. I, I, you know, we never it never occurred to us to apply a taste test to these reviews. I'm just saying, but well. times you gotta change with the times. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, <laughs> you, you old old man. <laughs> but uh, but also like it's a review in progress because uh, the online infrastructure isn't up yet. E-shop's right, not work. up you yet. Can't, yeah. You can't uh, you can't use the uh, the SD slot. There's just a bunch. And like what the one of the big problems with it right now is that the left Joy-Con in particular has a problem where it will disconnect. Uh, and there's still there's rumors. People th- every time they're like, okay, we know what's caused it. This is it. It's like then there's some new wrinkle. Mm-hmm. People are still kind of figuring it out. All we know for now is that yeah, they seem to desync on a regular mm-hmm. basis for some folks. And the, the question, I mean, like a lot of it, can be from interference from you know mm-hmm. it uses Bluetooth to connect to the to the console, uh, and Bluetooth is not really very good at uh, at uh, passing through man meat. No. <laughs> man, man <laughs> flesh. <laughs> so uh, if you if you are you know. Between like Ryan McCaffrey was saying, he was he was trying out uh, Super Bomberman, and he, like he he had the console set up behind him, uh, and he was just like sitting in a chair close to the TV, and it was I guess the signal was passing through his body to the console, and it was just completely non-responsive until he moved. Hmm. So like there, and obviously that's not something that you're going to do all the time. It's not it's not going to be a problem for everybody, um, but the the fact that like these things can are, are so sensitive to desyncing. When you know an, an Xbox controller or a PlayStation controller would have no tr- no trouble at all, uh, is is a concern. Yeah, and I I'm concerned because I like hanging out with my man meet up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't need who that. doesn't. Yeah, they call him Marty Man Meet. Yeah, Pluto. I mean they, also the worrisome thing about this is if you're playing with them separated, like they're, the controllers are very small, and so like I have big hands, hands, and so yeah. Yeah, I got Man Meet around those little five I mean, little sausages. Like, like it's yeah. a critic's job. Like Nintendo shouldn't Firewatch just hands. Nintendo shouldn't get a pass for having an underpowered sure. console, right? Like they yeah, deserve yeah. to get dinged <clears> for not packing the horsepower into that thing that you know two and a half or three year old consoles have. Um, so I like I completely respect Vince's opinion, um, but for me personally. Like, it's not important to me. Like, I have a high-end PC. I have gorgeous ultra-looking, you know, ultra settings, and, you know, and I'm playing Horizon. It's gorgeous. But that's not what I'm looking for from a Nintendo console, so I'm not especially concerned with... It's like a classic case of, like, yeah, you know, it's fine that I got an okay score. Like, I think my personal score is probably going to end up being higher, and, you know, that's great. You know, it's yeah, And obviously, this is just the hardware. This is not reflective of yeah, the games. Right. Sure. And, you know, to, like, to be fair, Vince has to has to account for the, mm-hmm. the syncing problems in this score. Yeah. Like, he... If that didn't exist, you probably would have given it somewhere in the sevens. Yeah. But like with a technical problem that glaring, like you have to take that into account. It's it's so hard with a problem like that. Like, is it going to turn into a three red lights problem on yeah. the Xbox where it just snowballs into something that is it going to be a story twelve months from now or are people going to be like ah nah just put your console here and do this and it's fine or just like buy a- the seventy dollar Pro controller and you're <laughs> fine. Yeah, or buy a seventy dollar Pro controller. So we'll see. And like that, they're you know like you were saying like. People aren't necessarily expecting this to be as powerful as mm-hmm. as a uh, Sony or, micro, or, or Microsoft console, but we can't assume when we review something like that. We can't assume that somebody already has a console. Yeah, like we can't. We have to assume that people are going to uh, maybe want to treat this as their only console. Mm-hmm. How does it stack up in you know in that regard? Mm-hmm. Um, so we we aren't reviewing it as an accessory. I guess is the point. Yeah, yeah. sure. 
Uh, one, one possible future for the Switch is that it uh, has its, you know, the the library of, of first party games you would expect coming straight from Nintendo, and but then has an awesome like blanket of indie games mm-hmm. that it rests that those games rest on. Well, it's so uh, yeah, I think that's what you're about to segue into yeah. is all the indie games they announced. But a couple of them, I just want to point out, are I've demoed them on iPad, mm-hmm. and so I really hope that they lean into that and like you think all, that's a good thing. Yeah, like I I think you know the Infinity Blades and the big sort of AAA iPad games that are out there, like it's a no brainer to court all those developers and just have hundreds of two and three and five dollar switch games. Yeah. Well, and there's certain things that like there are certain iPhone games or mobile games that Humble could Sorry, only, that was the one. Yeah. <laughs> that could only work on a Switch. Like there are there, there are mobile games that couldn't work on a PS4 or an Xbox one, not because they're not powerful enough, but just yeah, because the of the control. Yeah, because yeah. of the touch. Yeah, for sure. Uh yeah, so they had Nintendo held a, a Nintendo Direct this week. It was week. so awesome. It was great. Yeah. Like they showed tons of games. They were like, you know, I I have nothing I have no problem with indie games and yeah. a lot of these <laughs> games looked awesome. Stardew Valley maybe yeah. is uh one of the most important Coming with co-op it'll be the first portable stardew valley is that right yeah it may yeah it's not on vita it's not on vita no yeah uh, they also announced Steamroll Dig 2. Yeah, it's great. Which I actually love the yeah, first game. Same. Uh, that game is awesome. They Blaster confirmed. Master Zero. Blaster Master Zero looks very cool. It totally like recreated like new 8-bit game. I played the hell out of Blaster Master. Yeah. Zero. Oh, yeah. I loved Blaster Master. Uh, ukulele is confirmed mm-hmm. to be coming for it. Uh, previously, uh, Platonic was just hoping to yeah. bring it to the and Switch. And there's a little bit of a hullabaloo because uh, it was originally announced for Wii U, and some people who backed it were like, I want the Wii U version. Now they're like, well, we're not going to make that because that would be a very bad business. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so which I mean, you know, I get that if you gave some money up front for something, but I mean, I don't know. They're trying to do right by you. Like it's on Nintendo's new console. Yeah, like for the sure. They are they offering refunds? Yeah, I think there are. There is like a, a way to transfer your your pre order of the Wii U to the oh, Switch I, version. Like if somebody bought the Wii U and doesn't plan oh. to buy a Switch, though, that's sure. still that's still a burn. Yeah, yeah that's, that's true. true. It burned. Uh, <laughs> Overcooked special edition is coming. Awesome, I haven't. Maybe. I actually haven't played Overcooked, but I know people love it. People in the office play it all the time after yeah. work. And I, th- I mean, from what I've seen, that seems like a, a cool type of game you yeah. could play on the Switch. Yeah, definitely. And it's definitely it's one of those games where yeah, you can set uh, set up the screen and have two people playing on the Joy-Con mm-hmm. and yeah. you know play local multiplayer like that. For sure. Yeah, I mean, I uh, I've been debating. I almost bought that game in the last Steam sale and mm-hmm. didn't, and I'm glad I didn't because it's it's local multiplayer is what that game is all about. Mm-hmm. And so I think Switch will be a great home for a game. You're gonna pit your pit your children against each other? Yeah, for that they're the one that, <laughs> the only one of them can have my love. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> the Escapists Two is coming. I don't think that sequel's even out yet. I actually wasn't that crazy about the first game, but yeah, I know uh, it did uh, develop a following on Steam. Mm-hmm. Goner is a roguelike platformer that's coming. D- Dandara is a platformer that's coming. Kingdom Two Crowns. Dan, did I see you playing Kingdom at your King- desk Kingdom a while is real ago? Good, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's, un- it's very simple, but but also very good. It's yeah. unclear to me if Two Crowns <laughs> is a sequel or just so like two, more content. Two original. Crowns is a co-op version of it. Co-op version of it. Okay, yeah, that's good. That's cool. I saw a meme. I mean, I know you're going through these. Mm-hmm. That a, a lot of people in my Twitter feed are like, "It's a bunch of old games." They announced a bunch yeah, of old games. Yeah, but it's not I'm even like, true. Well, some of them are, yes. but like Blaster Master and Ukulele is not out yet. Yeah. Steam. World's mm-hmm. new, yeah, and exactly. Uh, like, Escapist Two isn't out yet. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I, Runner I, I was, Three. Uh, you know, another entry in the Bit Trip yeah. Runner series, yeah. which has a long history on WiiWare. <laughs> Blaster Master Zero, you mentioned. Flipping Death looks cool. I forget who, who the developer was. Uh, I don't oh, it's kind of like an adventure game, right? When yeah. I remember watching that yeah. trailer, and you know, I'm like, oh, I like the art. I'm intrigued, and then the whole world flips from like yeah. the land of the dead from to the land of the living, yeah, and exactly. I was just like, Bleh! 
Yeah, that looks cool. Uh, 2D side-scrolling shooter called Gr- Graceful Explosion Machine was announced. Uh, could be up my alley. Mr. Shifty is like a top-down mix between Hotline Miami and X-Men. Yeah, we're sort of vamping like Nightcrawler. Yeah, yeah. I, I did misread that title the first time I saw it. Yeah. Well, it's easy to do. Well, yeah. we got a strap if the game's not good. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned Tumble Seed. Yeah. Uh, that was like the iPad game, or at least you've you've seen it yeah. on iPad before. Yeah. Shakedown Hawaii is the successor to River. No. No. Uh, uh, Retro City Retro Rampage. City Rampage. Rampage. Yeah. Sorry. And Pocket Rumble looks cool. Mm-hmm. It's a 2D fighting game that looks like a Neo Geo pocket color game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just love that aesthetic. Mm-hmm. That's very cool. Great lineup. And then finally, maybe the piece de resistance oh. is Wargroove, mm. which just looks like Advance Wars. Oh. A, a medieval Advance I Wars. somehow missed that. Yeah. Uh, Sounds great. Yeah. It looks just like. Turn-based yeah. strategy with uh, rock, rock, paper, scissors. I've always Battle been more system. of an Advance Wars guy than a Fire Emblem guy. Safe. And uh, so if Nintendo yeah. won't do it, yeah. indie developers have no yeah. choice but to take it upon themselves. Yeah. This, is, this is from Chucklefish, the, the Stardew Valley publisher. Yeah. Publisher. Yeah. Yeah. The developer yeah. is yeah. You know, and then, uh, Chucklefish picks such smart projects to publish. And then throughout the day, like just a bunch of random indie games were there were like Thumpers coming. Mm. And oh, I missed that. Yeah. That was a VR game, right? Yeah, that was a PSVR. Also, you could just play it on PS4. But, or um, PC. Yeah, and Chloe loved it. Um, and stuff like Tower Falls coming, mm. uh, Snake Pass, Tower which Fall. is from Snake Super Pass. Digital. Snake Pass. I played it yesterday. It rules. Oh yeah. It's like uh, for it's That's little big planet thinking. team, uh, and it's uh, yeah. It's sort of like it's banjo meets yeah, it uh, really cool. physics based snacks. Physics. Don't step on me, snack. Uh, Towerfall is a good one. Yeah, Towerfall too, for local multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Well, you know we're gonna Justin and I are getting switches on Friday. Did you guys pre-order? No. Okay. No, I'm just gonna borrow just, an office. I know. One. I understand. I understand. <laughs> it's gonna take Justin. I think the switch as a double dad. Uh, the Switch, I think, <laughs> is really going to fit nicely into the way that my life is yeah. right now. Yeah. Um, when my first daughter was born, that's right when Watch Dogs had came out. And I played the opening of Watch Dogs five times, you know, because, because like, it's just hard. Like, I'd play it and then put it down for four or five days and be like, well, I might as well just start over. Might really like that birthday over. scene. Yeah. And, like, and I'm playing Horizon <laughs> now. And, um, like, don't underestimate, like, Turn the TV on, turn the console on, you know, is the controller charged? Like, that takes, like, time that I could just be in the game. So even something as little... tens of seconds. No, but, like, it, that's not true. Like, you know, I mean, to boot in the game and you have the title screen and continue the game. So something is God simple. forbid you need to download the game oh, God, to your I don't PS4. Want to talk about that, wait, wait till you guys have kids. <laughs> well, yeah, so even something as simple as, like, a very fast uh, stop and resume functions. Like, put down Zelda for a day and resume, you know, and it's back up and in the game for five seconds. Like, and you know being able to play you know in bed or wherever like i really think that zelda's probably going to get played a lot more than horizon just for that that form factor alone seems to suit mm-hmm. me in my double dad lifestyle please stop saying that double dad <laughs> i keep thinking of double dad is yeah. mark summers in your house is he yeah. taking care Mario of your children Kart right double now? dad oh you're a weird dude. my two dads that's a double dad <laughs> that's a double dad yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh <laughs> let's check in with the listeners hey listeners Listeners, remember you can always reach us at the email address, gamescoop at IGN.com, just like Dan from Brooklyn did. And Dan says, love the show. I hadn't really gamed since the PS2, and recently my girlfriend bought me a PS4. Glad to have you So back. you guys have been my source for getting back into gaming. Nice. Uh, I bought Horizon Zero Dawn on day Good one, choice. and mm-hmm. I'm loving it. But whatever happened to the inbox material? 
like a like paper maps in San Andreas or even more info about the developers. $60 ain't cheap. Even a $12 CD has a booklet of some type. Am I the only one wanting this? Yeah, Dan, while you were gone, <laughs> games Things stopped getting like, instruction manuals. It's like he was in a coma and he got yeah. out where you're like, brace yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think there was that weird middle period where they were still trying to pretend like, like you get like a three-page instruction manual that was just sad and terrible. And now I like that they've dropped yeah. all pretense. First, like, they lost uh, the the manuals lost all color, yeah. Yeah. and they would just print the manual in black and white. And then it was like, so I remember opening up a Ubisoft game, and like the manual was just like printed on the inside of the box. Yeah, there wasn't anything like, you could just take out. It's just yeah. wait until this guy sees a Switch game. Well, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's a big case yeah. with just this little tiny SD card in it. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, I imagine it's, it was a way for publishers to save money, but I don't know if it was based on actual data where they they didn't think people actually ever. I think really looked at the manuals. I think it's based on the rise of tutorials, like mm, like way back when. Tutorials. Yeah, you never you never had in-game tutorials back back in the you know PS1, PS2 days and, and before. Yeah, they true. would just throw you in there and say, okay, look at the manual. That'll tell you what button to push. Yeah. Uh, now yeah, they there's have, so much handholding right when you start. A game now. Yeah, I mean, ideally they make that optional, but not all yeah. of them do. Um, so Horizon Zero Dawn was actually not too bad about that. There was a, it had a tutorial, I mean, but it was it was yeah. relatively brief before it started getting you into things that actually required some dexterity. I haven't restarted it, so maybe I, I'd hate that part when yeah. I well, try again. But yeah, I think it's also like fun getting into Horizon Zero Dawn. The way it introduces you to the world and the mechanics is fun. Yeah, right. it's very clever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, in, in short, I, I think that's that's what killed the, the yeah. manual more than anything. It it's just, they, they became. Manuals were absorbed into the games themselves. <laughs> oh, sorry, Dan. Yeah, I was trying to think like if you Dan from Brooklyn, yes. not Dan Stapleton. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, other Dan. Yeah. And, and like this guy is actually you know probably an example of the kind of person th that would not be on board with the with the download Netflix style service. Yeah. Well, he, yeah. he wants his physical he wants stuff. His, yeah, he wants. Mm -hmm. I do like that, uh, you know, especially thanks to Kickstarter and, you know, I say before that, like, everything old is new again, that, like, if you want to give a developer like Obsidian, you know, $80 or $100, like, you can get the cloth map and the little feelies <laughs> and, like, all that stuff. And, uh, you know, that, that sort of old school mentality still exists alongside, like, the new school mentality, too. Yeah. Yeah. And there's more, I feel like there's more outside material for video games than there ever has been. Like, I was at uh, Green Apple Books, which is You're a famous like a bookstore. Fan. Yeah. And there was an entire shelf that had like fan gamer books about like earthbound and undertale and stardew valley and i was like oh like this stuff like if this, if these books existed when i was a kid i totally would have bought a bunch of the earthbound like books. can you imagine would you would anyone have guessed in 2017 that there'd be you know all kinds of earthbound merch yeah like, <laughs> like these awesome just like the explosion of you know really high-end 400 collectible statues and really low-end like you yeah. know six dollar animal costume yeah. amiibo then there's like, like that awesome zelda art book that just came out that has mm -hmm. like art like concept art going all the way back to zelda one there's an art book for horizon as well for horizon yeah, yeah. So i guess that's the other place it went is they're selling it to you one of my, <laughs> hob one of my hobbies is i collect we, you know we get them they float around the office where's like, waldo books <laughs> okay yeah we don't want to get into that we don't have time for that uh no i collect terrible art books terrible video game art books like remember the art in uh rise oh. son of rome i don't there's a really good I have one. a gears of war art book i don't remember the name of the game but it's like last gen xbox game one of those like totally forgettable uh third person like action 
medieval action games where the you play as a girl wearing a totally skimpy outfit. Yeah. And then there was we, there was an art book for that game floating around the office. Like, why does anyone have this? Yeah. Although I should like, I just bagged on uh, Gears' art a little bit. But even flipping through a book like that, it's fascinating how like they create the world whole first and then destroy it. And so yeah. I don't know, you pick things up out of those art books. They're pretty interesting. I was trying to think what other things would seem really different if you hadn't played a game since the PS2 era. They and then you there. just yeah, <laughs> yep. if you just yeah. like got a PS4 and uh, started playing Horizon Zero. Yeah, it turns on. out when you put your yeah. disc in, you don't get to play the game right away. No. Yeah, system now, updates in general. Yeah. In the, in, since you've been gone, uh, developers stopped finishing their games before they yeah. sell them to you <laughs> and ship them to you. Yeah. Yeah. I would uh, like Horizon had the smallest day one update out of any big AAA game in recent memory that I can think yeah. of. Yeah. No. And I get, in fact, we, we got that one very early on because they seem to just have everything locked down and maybe they pushed the release date back for, for marketing reasons or something, but they just had copies yeah. ready to go yeah. on, on disc with, you know, what they were confident with with uh, people yeah. playing, which is unusual these days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sadly, uh, everything else comes in hot, but Horizon seemed to be pretty done. Yeah. Also, Dan from Brooklyn, when you're playing a game and a little message pops up congratulating you for something, that's called a trophy. <laughs> uh, Xbox has the same sort of system called achievements. They've become standard yeah. now, except Nintendo still doesn't yeah. do them. And also, before you get too excited, uh, no, they don't do anything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they are pointless. That's true. That's true. Okay, this is uh, Antonio Avery from Detroit, Michigan. Ooh, that's a cool name. He says, I'm a first-time writer, and my question is, twofold. What is the importance of embargoes for video games? For example, I've heard you all say that I'm playing this game that I can't talk about. I'm just curious as to why. Most people who follow the gaming circuit know a lot about the games that are coming out, and to know that you guys are playing it or have copies of them would not diminish anything. Uh, so let's say if we can answer the first fold first. Yeah. So I mean, there are there are several reasons for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is they don't want everybody to just be giving off the cuff impressions as fast as they can. Mm-hmm. Uh, they want you to you know actually play through it and consider it and not just just like throw stuff out there. Uh, also, that that has a, another effect, which is to uh, prevent people from rushing through reviews. And you know, trying to score something without finishing it or without mm-hmm. spending a significant amount of time, it takes the race out of it, like mm-hmm. the race between different reviewers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Not that, not there, not the race of the people. <laughs> I was looking this way. Did <laughs> one of you guys make a face? I didn't. I you didn't, made a little bit of a face. I didn't mean to. I was thinking about something else. Anyway. <laughs> so everybody's reviews go up at once, so there's no more competition to get it up first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so there's that's that's the the major thing. Also, uh, the publishers like to control when the when the message hits. Yeah, it creates sort of an event right. uh, when a review mark goes great. up. If yeah. you you know if you go to several game sites, if you see one preview on one site, that's easy to miss or ignore. But if every site you go to on this day has this preview of Mass Effect Andromeda up, then yeah. it's much right. harder for you to yeah. miss yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, right. it, yeah, it's about control. Like if they're confident that they have a really really truly excellent game, you know, they'll be comfortable with that review embargo being several days before the game's launch. Sometimes, I, yeah. I mean, like yeah. with, with Horizon, it really seemed to be more about getting out of the getting out in front of the switch yeah. and where that was going to dominate yeah. news coverage so it's That's less true. it's it's not even necess- and in that case they were also very confident with it but it's not necessarily all about uh you know how good they think the game is yeah. it can also be well strategically we think we're going to have a more powerful message if it comes out at this time uh well, it's I, sometimes spoilery um so yeah. sometimes there's yeah. uh you don't know, talk about this plot point or this character or, yeah you know. or uh you know in your video uh, review product try not to have anything past you know this, yeah which we're point usually totally sometimes every once in a while you get really dumb stuff but then most of the times it's like well yeah we don't want to spoil the ending of a game yeah, or that this character we, returns or whatever we never want to spoil anything but like if there's something that that like we feel is 
like really important to show our audience that we that, like, hey, we have this strong criticism or praise about this game. Yeah. We need to be able to show it mm-hmm. in order to to talk about it. We're still going to avoid spoiling anything, but uh, you know we, we're going to push back on. Yeah, that. yeah, sure. I mean, if the ending of a game is terrible, for example, and it impacts our score of that game, well, then you then you're fig- you know then you just you're very careful in your script. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and a lot of times, uh, sometimes we'll get comments where it'll be like. Uh, oh, a real journalist wouldn't abide by embargoes. And they're like, oh, you're in the developer's pocket. And it's like, well, no, the fact of the matter is it's a transaction. And the transaction is they are giving us early access yeah, to a game. They don't have to give us the yeah, early Yeah, and we are agreeing. They were like, thank you for the early access, and we will not talk about it until blank. It's, Whereas, con- it's contingent on the access. Like, yeah. if we want to do whatever we want, we can buy the you know, We, we can will buy, buy the game at launch, and but, everything will be late. Yeah, but yeah. then our, you know, our guide, con- like IGN's a lot more than just reviews, Dan. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> but like, you know, we want to like. I'm always thinking about neat features we yeah, can do yeah. around Zelda, and you know it's important to have, to have a big, thorough, you know, free guide for Zelda and yeah. all the other stuff that we do. You mm-hmm. know, and have informed opinions on podcasts is contingent on you know, ha- you know, getting access to the game as yeah. early as we and, can. And the thing is, like, that's that's something that money cannot buy. Yeah, like, yeah, we. We hear a lot about like, oh, you get free games. It's like that's not really what yeah. it, what it's about. Like, we can afford to buy our own games if we have to, but we can't. You cannot buy a game before it's out. Yeah, yep. and that's that's when it's most valuable. So that's that's why we work with the publishers on that. Sometimes there's embargo shenanigans that Dan comes up against, where <laughs> uh, they try to embargo a game for after, you know, like, uh, like maybe the morning that yeah, it launches, a.m. when someone in when Australia has been streaming it for yeah. you know 22 hours by then. Right. Um, so we we actually have a hard policy against that now. We yeah. won't we won't agree to an embargo that goes beyond the commercial availability anywhere in the in the English speaking world because everybody has a button on their controller now that puts it on the internet and we don't mm-hmm. like we, yeah. we would be we would be handicapping ourselves to and do that, that button is R2. <laughs> I also see a lot of people uh, say like oh you know this game is embargoed until the, the day of release. That means they're not confident. That's not true at all. Like it's it's by far the most common embargo date is yeah. is like the, the release time. Yeah. And that being said if we don't get copies until day of release a lot of times that can be worrisome, can, but then other be, times not a rule. that's just a Bethesda thing now, and usually right. Bethesda games are pretty good. Yeah, it's it's not a rule. Sometimes there are reasons for it. Sometimes you know things come together at the last second and they just weren't ready yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's not a hard and fast rule that that a, a day and date embargo or, or not even getting review copies is necessarily like a no man's sky situation. Yeah, I mean like Doom and Dishonored, yeah. are two examples mm-hmm. of pretty good games. Uh, the second fold of Antonio Avery's <laughs> question is, uh, he says, I've been playing video games since 1985 when I was three, and that's around the last time I actually played a Zelda game. I've owned many systems since then, but the last Nintendo console I owned was the Super Nintendo. Nice. Me too. That being said, I'm totally all in for the Switch. I have got mine pre-ordered along with Zelda, and I was wondering if I need to have played any other Zelda games to appreciate this one. This is going up tomorrow, right? The, uh, After the Zelda embargo, speaking of embargoes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, man, Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, 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 the short answer, though, is no. No, you don't need to no, play. Yeah, and and like all, all of the Zelda games are like that. There's no continuity, really. Well, what well, about the timeline? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, Dan, you're, you're waiting into some yeah, there is molasses here. A thin thread that supposedly <laughs> right. connects all the games, but I don't think even most gamers would be able to explain yeah. that to you. And right. some, that's, that's, that's the, the hyper-nerdy next level stuff. It's actually unclear. Clear as of now, you know, the, uh, people are piecing together more yeah, from the spoilers. Some, we have some theories, yeah. That, you know, maybe it's unclear whether they're pulling like a Logan with this game where it's like, Ooh, here's all these fun little references to the old games. But really it's its own thing. Yeah. Or if it is like directly, concretely, concretely, Con- <laughs> concretely connected to, you know, the, 
Yeah, they would be uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, you hit the nail on the head. Like, you can totally enjoy this game just fine. Into the uh, having not played a Zelda game since the original Legend of Zelda, that being said, go play Link to the Past, you weirdo. Um, <laughs> but also at the same time, I mean, like, we, I put in like 12, 15 hours over the weekend and saw a ton of stuff that I was like, oh, that's really cool. Oh, look at that. And so, yeah, yeah you'll get a little bit more out yeah. of it if you did. Dive in. And yeah. Enjoy. It'll be fine. Mm. Also, play as uh, late and naked Link the whole time. Mm. That boy doesn't Don't have any clothes. clothes. No, but then if you go Death Mountain, you might die. Sorry. <laughs> well, the hard mode doesn't come till later on. So if you want to play in hard mode now, you yeah. cannot put on any, any naked, clothes. Don't do naked Link in hard mode. All right, it's time to play video game twenty questions, and I do believe this is Dan's first time. I think, I think so. I, I may have participated one. Uh, first question is going to be: Is it a console game? And Dan's like, I'm up. <laughs> this I week's suggestion comes from Ricard in Sweden. Uh, Wait, is it Mar is Mario Kart? No, don't. don't. Is that, one of, is that no. your first guess? No, I was no. just wondering if Mario Kart's behind us. <laughs> All right, let the questioning begin. Okay, do you uh, do you collect and spend money or currency in this game? What? Yes. All right. Uh, is it before uh, January 1st, 2000? Yes. All right. Is it a three-dimensional game? Mm. Does it have three-dimensional art? It's a very good question. It's the only kind I ask. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Sean. I would say the answer. Okay. All right. Oh, Go with Sean. Yes. All right. It's a, sh it's it's a, a very, it's a very it's a, shifty answer. It's a vague. Oh, Mr. Shifty? <laughs> Mr. Shifty. Uh, does this come out before January 1st, 1990? No. 90s. Only what? 90s. It games. had 3D art. What are you doing? What are you doing? It was assumed it was a 90s game. I can leave if you <laughs> <Wow>. don't want. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Is this game uh, a part of a, of a series? Yes. Is, a plat is, it a, is it a platformer? No. Okay. All right. All right, sweet. So, okay. It's a 90s yeah. game that's part of a series. It is not a platformer. It has currency and maybe some 3D. <laughs> Pseudo 3D. Uh, mm. Was this game exclusive to one platform? Uh, no. Okay, so my, I like, my, I like that. My, I gut, like that. my gut told me it was uh, Sonic Blast. Yeah, was, that's kind of what I was thinking too. But I, yeah, yeah. Was that was that exclusive to? Yeah, no, I mean, that, that was just been exclusive Genesis? to Genesis. I mean, it probably appeared in some weird Steam collection later. Could it be like an NBA Jam kind of thing? Yeah, some situation like that. Um. Wait. Uh, what was the question? You wait. I, did someone say a platformer? Yeah. So it is not Dan a platformer. It, it is not a platformer. No. Oh, it's definitely not Sonic Blast. I already <laughs> forgot what I just asked. Yeah. What did fine. I just? Oh, I asked if it was an exclusive, and the answer. Was oh, that. I know what it. Is. Oh. Okay. I thought it was Mario <laughs> RPG. It's definitely not that either. Um. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, was this game on a? Uh, and it is part of a series. Yes. Okay. He said emphatic yes. Um. Was this game considered to be a good video game? Yes. <laughs> Sometimes they're bad video games, Dan, like Dr. Yep. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. Mm. <laughs> that was a bad game. Um, mm. Well, if it's currency. What, it, I, was it, this a 16-bit game? Let's get. No. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, Is this an RPG? No. That's 10. Justin, what happened? <laughs> what did you do, Marty? What did do? Where reckless, did Jared go? A reckless use of questions. When Sam's not here, I can go off all buck wild. <laughs> Just let your man meat hang out. 32-bit or possibly handheld. Or, or 64. Well, yeah, that's true. Come on, come on. But like that, the, that generation, 32-slash-64-bit okay. generation, not mm -hmm. a platformer. You, uh, not an RPG. 
but there's currency. Do you are you in some sort of vehicle or ship in this game? Is that a part of this big part of this game? No. You play as a human. Uh, yes. What? Yeah, I don't like. What? Maybe you play. It could be like a, it could be like a Tekken. <laughs> Sean's Sean's laughing in the other. Shut up, Sean. <laughs> this game take place on uh, Earth. No. Well, this better not be this Batman thing again. <laughs> what was Batman? Does it take place in America? It doesn't take place on Oh, yeah, and he oh, said yeah. no. Oh, I'm <laughs> still <laughs> angry. I'm, st- oh, I'm getting all hulked out about it again. Uh, we got to get a genre down, guys. Or something. We just got to get better. If we, I forgot. Do you play as a human? Yes. Yes, but it was, like a a weird, it was like a weird... Yes. Okay, is this a licensed game? No. Ah. Uh, it could be a Mario thing. Mario's Mario kind of 64? a weird human. Well, he's a weird mutant based off the Mario Odyssey. But are, are like New Donk City. Kind of platformers. Oh, those are oh, absolutely those are platformers. platformers. That game has zero currency. Well, it has coins. But <laughs> you don't coin. It's all about coins. <laughs> yeah, but you don't spend them on you anything. You don't spend them. On you spend stars. Lives. In theory, stars are the currency. You don't spend stars. Yeah, you do. To get to, get to further this place. seems like a waste of time, this discussion. <laughs> it's 20 questions, not 20 minutes, Dan. This is a filibuster. <laughs> <laughs> we can't lose if the game never ends. <laughs> I already completely lost. All right, so let's recap. Uh, not a 16-bit game. 90s game. Spend money. 3D. Not a platformer. Not an RPG. Part of a franchise. Not licensed. Play as a human. Play as a human. A human. Not on Earth. Not on Earth. <laughs> oh, what is oh, that's right. A human the not on Earth. Some form of 3D. Oh, <laughs> where's that human going? Space? <laughs> but it's not like a Star Wars or Star Trek game. And you're not. It is part it, of a fan. It's well, not licensed. That's right. Okay. Wait, hold on. This is a good clue. Not on Earth, but not in space, but you play as a human. I mean, like a planet's not space. Right, but you're not in a ship. That was one of my questions. Gotcha. So it could be, it could be like fantasy. Do you think it, would you call a skeleton a person? <laughs> this is not. Don't get into this right now. It's also on multiple platforms. Oh yeah. Not an RPG. Uh, is this like a? Is this a? Is this like a fantasy themed game? Yes. Okay. Ooh. Fifteen. Ooh. Oh, really? Five more to go. Oh. A fantasy. I mean, it could be a final fantasy. It's not an RPG. It's not an RPG. Okay. As Damon's like, those aren't RPGs. What fantasy games aren't RPGs? This seems to be the primary destination for for fantasy video games. Yeah, uh, uh, actually, like an action game. Well, like we gotta figure out what 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 weapons you use. Use guns. It's a fantasy game. Are you asking if you use guns? Now I'm starting to I say no. I don't. <laughs> what about spells? Uh, what about like what about Kingdom Hearts? Uh, that didn't come out in the nineties. Okay, <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. Also, that game is licensed as hell, dude. <laughs> was, this game, uh, was this game was this game made in Japan? Ooh, there you go. No. Okay. Shrumpf. Hmm. Oh dang. Yeah, dude, this is an all dang. We're, we're, we're all danging. We're about at the point, Dan. You're not on the show very much. Where I usually just give up. Yeah. <laughs> this could be. Is this this could be a Castlevania game? Could be. You have currency. It doesn't take place on Earth, but you play as a human. But they're made in Japan. It's a series. They are absolutely made in Japan. Those are incredibly <laughs> Japanese video games. Dunk. <laughs> also, we have to talk about. I don't. I, if you had asked me, I probably would have said Castlevania takes place on Earth, like Transylvania. And Batman doesn't. <laughs> yeah, Transylvania is a real place. I you're, can show you on a map. Maniac. <laughs> <laughs> what? All right. All right. If you want to <laughs> spend time on this no, no, no. and uh, get distracted uh, from the task, maybe it's, maybe it's a Ubisoft game. 
What yeah. Was, was okay. Doing? Man, yeah. it's a it's yeah. A what trap. was Ubisoft doing in the nineties? No, that's Splinter Cell. That's Star Wars. Not in the nineties. Splinter Cell was on Xbox. I don't remember the nineties. <laughs> it's a sign. It's a sign. Wait, was it nineties or two thousands? Nineties. Okay. Sixteen or thirty-two slash sixty-four bit game. Not an RPG. Three D. I wish I knew. Mm, it's. We're bad at this. I mean, could it be a sports game? We knew it was Is third it was- person. No, because it doesn't take place on Earth. It's fantasy. I mean, we know it's a fantasy game. It's a fantasy game, and it's not 16-bit. Foo, too? <laughs> um, <laughs> come on. No, I know. I was thinking about that. Like, first person versus third person. It could be like... Uh, first person. Is this first person? <laughs> Is this first person? Uh, Sean, what did you do? <laughs> Wait, could, could, so, this, could this be Half-Life? No. What? Well, this could be Half-Life. So, it, so it's not first person. I'm saying no, it okay. is not a first person game. Okay, it's definitely not Half-Life. Not Half-Life. Are you like, is it like a God game? Is it like StarCraft or like some silliness like that? StarCraft's not a God game. No, well, but God like, game in the sense of like whose perspective are you? Perspective. Yeah, but at no <clears> person would, or no point, he wouldn't go no for first person. I, not I know, but that's why I'm thinking maybe like maybe like a Warcraft or something. Is it yeah. an overhead perspective? But what, but we only got a couple questions left. Yep. Yeah, four questions. Left. Oh wait, did I count the? Uh, I don't know if I counted. Yeah. The... <laughs> no, no, I didn't. I, didn't count it. I don't think I counted, oh, you counted it. it twice. <laughs> no. Recount. I didn't count the uh, first person question. Okay, you have three questions left. Oh, I, mean, I think I think overhead is a, is a good question. Okay. Is it an overhead perspective? Yes. Oh, okay. Two okay, questions okay, okay, okay. left. Black and white. Uh, oh, that, that the was Sims, uh, Diablo. The Sims, Diablo, Diablo Black, Sim City, Black and White was two thousand. Uh, Sim City does play takes place on Earth. Diablo three, part of a franchise. Diablo would it be Diablo was, three? It would, it would be, be Diablo, Diablo one or two. One or two, but, but were they ported to other? Yeah, platforms? yeah. I played Diablo one on PS one like a sick dude. Yes, they yeah. Were. Um, was I, it Diablo an RPG? Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know why it would take Damon so long to figure out they're an not first RPG. person. Oh yeah, that game is incredibly <laughs> not first person. That game is just like savagely not first person. What's going on overhead? What about like an RTS? What about like Warcraft? Uh, did Blizzard make this game? Yes. Oh! Okay. All right. All right. Can you get it on the this is your last question? No! This is it. You have to guess the game. So wait, did somebody did somebody say that, that this game has 3D graphics? Well, I mean, Diablo, I would I say mean, Sean so it's came down on yes. It's the question was not about graphics. Is this game 3D? All right. My gut says okay. Diablo 1. When did Diablo 2 come out? Uh, <clears> was it in the 90s? Yeah, Diablo 2, I think, was 2000. Yeah, but Damon doesn't like to do sequels usually. Okay, I'm, my gut says Diablo. Diablo. It's, it's fantasy. So it's it, fantasy. You well, play as a human. You're not on Earth. You got monies. Well, uh, hang the on. First person it, could also be, it could also be the original Warcraft. Yeah. Um, but but based on the, the, the weird answer about 3D, maybe StarCraft. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, I'm weirded out by the first person thing. Yeah, okay. Is it Diablo? No. You're it is so not Diablo. I'm still counting this as a win. <laughs> I don't it, think so. It's a, I'm going to go on record. I picked a game this week that I thought Dan would be able to choose. Released in... I, I wasn't expecting you to. <laughs> 1995 yeah, for PC. But then coming no, to PlayStation and the Saturn in 1997, okay. Warcraft 2. Warcraft 2, okay. Warcraft 2. Warcrafts? Why? 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 It's got pirates in it. Why? The one with pirates. Definitely has huh. humans in it. It does. You play as a human. See, that's always a difficult question because you might not play as a human, but yep. you can. Yep. 
Hmm. That, that, game, that game does not have 3D art. Yeah, that's why I was unclear if it was actually running in 3D. That, but that, we said no. That is oh. a sprite-based game, Sean. Uh, yeah, I, was, I wasn't clear <laughs> sure about Diablo that Diablo being isometric yeah. is a little bit more of a fuzzy area than, 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 than the 2D Diablo, in my, or 2D Warcraft, in my opinion. Yeah. Now we're going to go look at some Diablo 2 sprites after this. <laughs> Delicious. If, if we'd said it wasn't in 3D, would you have gotten it? I would have been a lot closer. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with that. And after you said Blizzard, yes. Yeah. You guys got close. We won, guys. <laughs> we got close. So Spiritual here's the victory. cigars. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the, for the suggestion this week. Ricard from Sweden. That is all the scoops we have for you this week. Everybody who pre-ordered a Switch, enjoy it in Zelda this weekend. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Marty. Thank you, Dan. My name is GameScoop. Nope. My name is Damon. <laughs> Do you this legally have to change your name to GameScoop? <laughs> this is GameScoop. My name is Damon, and we're out. <laughs>
Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.